I'm, I'm kind of excited to share all this with you because it's really a, a culmination of a lot of what we've been talking about. So you can see all the verses in scripture where it talks about gratefulness and, and uh, you know, they're challenging because it's like rejoice in the Lord always and then rejoice it, do it again. So if you haven't rejoiced enough, do it again. Anybody just want to be a turd every now and then like me? It's like, I don't feel like rejoicing right now. More on me, I'm the only guy. No? <laughs> Roy, you don't? Every now and then it's like, no, I just want to be irritated right now. Thank you. So I'll rejoice later. That's just every now and then you get in that funk. But it really is true. It's like thanksgiving, gratefulness, joy, gratitude is... That's why I love the scale when you look at the neuroscientists. They go, it's the height of energy when you look at emotions. And so it, it turns out that like when you're in thanks, thanksgiving, you're grateful for something already have. And the mystery of scripture is to understand, like they, they were sharing here, I realize everything I already have. I already have everything. I've given you everything that pertains to life and God in this scripture. And all the promises are yes and amen. And I've blessed you with every spiritual blessing in the spirit, the heavenly places. So it's not when you get to heaven somewhere, it's within you. It is we're so divinely created that we have, he's, he's designed us to freely receive everything he's ever given us. Isn't that really cool? And that's what they're teaching the, the youth right now is really how to pray, how to, how to really pray and meditate and, and uh, do all this. And I really would like to do a, maybe a, maybe a, maybe a, I'm just thinking about it now, maybe like a, a Zoom thing for the youth um, for school. Parents, you okay with that? Like really how to teach them how to excel in school, like how to, because they really can. Is, is it, if God gives them everything, they can really excel. So in school, athletics, whatever they want. So if you guys are okay with that, I'd love to teach, just love to do a, a Zoom call with all of them some night where uh, parents, it'll shock you if they go through it, how, how better, how much better they get. And it's effortless. It's not out of your, willpower and I'm going to be a better student or anything like that. So oh, anyway, all right, you ready? Okay. So <clears throat> I want to share this, my favorite quote ever about just God and how he's created us and says, because I think it fits totally what we're, what we're sharing here about Thanksgiving. Oh, by the way, do you have a good Thanksgiving? Your teams win? No. Who's your team, Ash? Oh, the Cowboys. Oh, you and Chad. Yeah, right. That's why he's wearing his Rangers hat. I can't see. Is that what you wear? Yeah. That's pretty sad. Huh? Yeah, unfortunately. So, Barb's a Michigan fan. That's even worse. Right? So, the good news is since they got beat by Penn State today, he's probably gone for sure. So, we're kind of rooting for them to lose so they get a good coach. Anyway. Oh, man, they're close. He's tough. Scott Frost is a good coach. He's, they're gonna, they're gonna, they'll, they'll win with him eventually. So anyway, I love this. The natural man is trapped by reason and reality. That's the flesh. You know, you always see in scripture, there's two parts of us. There's two men in your, in your loins, two nations. Um, you see Abraham and Lot, like two people. Lot goes down to the lower plains, the low, and Abraham takes the high ground, the spiritual. It's the same story um, over and over, the whole Bible is the same two stories, or it's the same story. It's really you're, you're stop eating from the tree of I'm not, that I'm not equal with God, I'm, and, and eating from the tree of the good and evil, to only eating from the tree of love. Like I'm unity, there's oneness, I'm wholeness. Um, 
that's what the whole story is about. When you go look at David and Goliath, you look at the arcs and the Ark of the Covenant, the Noah's Ark, everything's about the same story, guys. It's really salvation. It's sozo, it's healing. It's how do I heal my heart to operate in how God's originally designed this. And so the natural man, it's the flesh man. It's our reasons, our intellect, etc., is trapped by reason and reality. <clears throat> Spiritual man creates his own reality. Most people are totally unaware of the creative power of imagination within and bow before the dictates of facts and reason and accept life on what they perceive with their senses. When you discover the creative power within yourself, you will boldly assert the supremacy of imagination and put everything physical into subjection to it. Is that? We could go home right there. That is, gosh, that's what I'm trying to share with you, how awesome it truly is. And so, anyway, if we can just hit that first slide, but you'll see all the, you know, we see Philippians 4, where we see all of it, where they be anxious for how many things? Nothing, but in everything, right? And then he says, hey, let your, it's really fascinating because it says, let your request, and if you go look at it, it's, it's a derivation of ahitio, and it, which we translate as ask, but it, it literally, when you look at it closely in Greek, it actually means I already am aware that I already have it. So it's not, Lord, can I have this? It's make when you realize you already have everything at your disposal, then you'll have it. If you go look at those, but he says, do this with thanksgiving, right? Do this with thanksgiving. And thanksgiving has the attitude that I've already received what I desire. And if, if you can get this, guys, as simple as it was for Les to go, I wish I had that, and that's all it took. Is that cool? Does that sound like laboring and wording and tonguing and getting into the word more and any of all the stuff you've been taught? The, says, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. If he's going to give it to us, let's not work for it. There's no work involved. It's receiving. It's, laying, it's in the Greek word is lambano. It, it says you have an active part to play in this, meaning everything's available. You have to actively go, I have that. I see that I have that. That's lambano. It says it's like aggressively laying hold of what you can see that you already have. Does that help? So most people are praying to God, and this is how I was taught, they're praying to God to somehow do it for them. And he's like, I did. <laughs> it's already, everything's been given to you. I've blessed you with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies, in the spirit. Everything's within, the secret place, the, uh, the mystery. All of it's about learning to live out of the spirit. That this is more real, what you do in here is way more real than the physical. And I would just ask you to check yourself, listen to your vocabulary this week. Like even when you're praying, most people still, when I, when I pray, and Ashley, you know this, they tell us everything that's wrong with them, right? You've become that. You've identified with everything that's wrong with you. The truth is he's created you perfectly and that can never change. That can never change. Your best efforts to screw it up can't. That's the, that's the beautiful covenant because if there was a covenant we had a part to play, we would probably mess it up. At least I would. So... There's joy in that. It's like, so really all prayer is just corrective and bringing us back in no time. There's no time required because the spirit is outside of time. Is seeing what we already desire, bringing us back to wholeness, bringing us back to perfection. It's God's gift to give us everything, abundance and wholeness. And he's already given it to you. Now actively lay hold. Meaning in your imagination, see yourself with the life you already have and you watch what happens to you. Is that simple? That's pretty simple, isn't it? So we'll go through these scriptures. So um, anyway, this first slide. So just go look up all the praising and thanksgiving and 
He doesn't leave any time out. Like, be in thanksgiving constantly. So, I just wrote, everything we could ever need or desire, the pleasures of life have already been provided. Thankfulness is the, the emotion that effortlessly brings them forth because Thanksgiving sees and accepts them as real. That's really what Thanksgiving is. I, I see that, I see, if I, put it this way, if you can see it when you're in prayer or you can tell yourself when you're calm, like we've been talking about in prayer, I'm not gonna go through it tonight, but you can go watch the last couple of services, really how simple it is to get your heart and mind rested. Once your heart and mind are rested, now you can tell yourself anything you want. Most people are confessing, praying, and their heart's fluttering, full of anxiety. It goes nowhere because you're trying to go from here to here. And 90% of the, the nervous system, guys, goes from the heart to the brain. So they call it coherence, where this thing's in charge. Where, that's why it says, guard your heart, the, the, the inner part of you, with everything you got, with all diligence, King James says, because that is the boundary of life you're going to experience. doesn't matter what's going on here. This is where it matters. God answers your prayer 100% of the time, all the time. It's not what you want, it's what is here, what you believe you have. So we need to figure out how to, and it is simple. It, like I said, you, if you just simply get your heart and body to relax a little bit, at that point, now it's going from the heart to the head. You can tell yourself now anything you want and your heart brings it forth with no effort on your own. That's the miracle working power of God within. Isn't that cool? That's really cool if you get it. So anyway, so Thanksgiving is the, actually the creative power of God himself. It's literally God's creative power. Now, if it's God's power and not my power, I'm in good shape, right? I think. <laughs> Tried it my way. It doesn't work as well. So it is, is, it is literally, guys, it's his gift to us. I've given you the kingdom. It's the Father's great pleasure to give you his royal rule and reign. He gives you his royal rule and reign, not somebody else. So we gotta get out of this idea that God's out there somewhere and he's got this. I hear that nonstop. I'm like, he's given it over to the sons of men, is what it says. Isn't that interesting? He's given it to us. Now, we, we make quite a mess of it a lot of times, but he's not out there. He's in here. The kingdom's in here. He's given us his royal rule and reign. How, how many ways can I say it? The mystery that's been hidden for ages is Christ is in you, <laughs> not out there. So, and you're one. He can only use one heart and mind. It's yours. He doesn't have a, a one. He uses you. It says we are the body of Christ, right? We are the body of the anointed one. Literally, it's what it says. So anyway, that's his gift to us. And once we get it, that it's no harder than you mean I can bring my mind and heart into rest and whatever I picture or what I tell myself, because some of you guys aren't as good as visualizing, whatever I tell myself in that place, the heart effortlessly brings it forth. Guys, you, you should shoot out of your chair when you actually get that because you can go on a designing spree. My wife likes a lot of those design move shows. Any of you ladies like all those? She's either watching Hallmark or some, oh no, you like the Great British Bake Off too. Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird one. I can't get into that one. So, because I'm like, what are they doing? Like, which one, is that the one where they used to say nailed it to? No, what one was that? Oh, so I, I last like five minutes in these shows. She knows. It's just, I just didn't grow up with it, so it, it doesn't hold my interest now. ESPN, yesterday, today? No problem. <laughs> I can stay there for 10 hours. So, uh, 
So know this. The natural man is trapped by reason and reality, meaning you're sense-oriented. Sense it looks impossible. Um, I want a house and don't have any money. I wish I had that. It's enough. Isn't that cool? That's pretty cool, isn't it? So the natural man is trapped by the physical senses. The spiritual man creates his own reality no matter what it looks like. Now, most of the challenge, here's where it comes. You pray, you're doing your thing, and then you, you come out of prayer or your meditation and you go, didn't happen. That's where, this is where the rubber meets the road. Faith is the substance, the title deed, the ownership, even though you can't see it. You have to trust more that this is real than what's out here. And you watch what happens when you do that. If you stay on that, and uh, that's where I think if you ever listen to Dispenza and some of these things when they do the four or five day deals, he goes, the first day and a half is hell. I'm gonna use his word. He goes, it's hell. Because everybody in there wants to come back to their senses. And he goes, for a day and a half, they don't let them think like their old way of thinking. They stay on it. Now, you, you can go. Like, I've got friends that are going, I go, go. If you have the funds and you think it'll work, it'll work then. But I'm just telling you, you don't have to spend that money. You can do it right now and you don't have to do it nearly as hard. So, but that's what he tells them. He goes, most people come out of it and immediately become sense realmed again. They start looking at it. It didn't work. No, faith is the title deed the assurance that you have it, whatever you've done there, go, go, read the, the, go read the prayer verses again. They give you 100% assurance. Like if you just remind yourself again, he's answered me before I've even asked. That's assurance, isn't it? So then we're like, oh, it didn't work. That's not what faith is. Faith is the assurance that I, know, I trust more what God, the spirit realm, is gonna make everything happen in the physical than what I see in the physical, because I know the physical is transient, it's temporary. The spirit, what I do within, actually forms the physical. Does that help you? I don't wanna keep lecturing that, but it really is trusting this here. So anyway, Psalm 100, you guys have all seen this. Shout for joy to the Lord, all you lands. I pulled it right out of the Bible hub. That was the title of this. So Psalm 100, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. What's the land? Your heart. Make a joyful noise in your heart. That sounds like gratitude, joy. Uh, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know you that the Lord is God. Now, Lord, anybody know what that capital L-O-R-D, the Chetragrammaton is there? You know what that is? It's Yahweh, yud heh vav heh So here's what I want you to get. Know that Yahweh, yud heh vav heh is God. Now let's look at what yud heh vav heh is. Just a reminder, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this, but yod is what? The power of God to do work, the hand. It's a symbol of a hand. It's the power of God to do work. Heh vav heh, hava. And that's, that's just the effortless being, if you go look at those three letters. But here's what it says. Yud heh vav heh is God. So if you wanna trust God, if you wanna know God's got this, then I want you to see how he does have this for you if you get this. Hey is an open window. And it's the creative power of God to bring to you whatever you see in that window. You get to choose what you want to focus on. Vav is a nail or connector. It's also man. We connect the heaven and the earth. But it connects in Hebrew whatever's front and for it. So the power of God is this. What you see, you get to choose whatever you want to see, connects you to what you see. Doesn't that sound like quantum physics? 
Thoughts become things. You ever heard that? Thoughts become things. What you dwell on, what you focus on becomes. The power of God is if you can visualize it, it will attach yourself to what you visualize. That is God if we want to read it. So if you want to say God's got this, are you freaking out inside or are you seeing only what you want inside? <laughs> so a lot of people in the last two weeks freaking out. So God's got this. You're right. What you see within, see yourself joyful, see yourself peaceful, see yourself prospering, see yourself as the greatest four years you've ever had. See yourself like COVID schmovid. My business is going to rock and my employees are going to get 30% increases. I don't care what everybody else wants to do. God is in control. You'd have vav hey. Isn't that cool? I think that's really cool. So know that you'd have vav hey, the power of God is in you. It's he that have made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. The gates and the courts were referenced to what here? The temple system, right? The gates, the eastern gate, all the different gates. And the courts, you know, the outer court, the inner court, and then the holiest of holies. So God's very presence in the, in the Hebrew mind was the very center of the tabernacle. So you entered to meet with God in the very center. So you entered his gates, you went through all the courts, and then you got to be face-to-face with God. And he says, here's how it works. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For yud heh vav is good. It's, his mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to every generation. So if you want to see God face-to-face, if you want to see him in action, try focusing on only what you desire with gratitude for the next week. You will see him face-to-face. You're going to see things start to happen in your life that you can't explain. Isn't that cool? That, you'll see him. You'll see him because if you look in the mirror, you've seen who is what Paul says. Seen the fullness of God in a body. If you looked in the mirror, you've seen the fullness of God in a body. You. Pretty cool, isn't it? You're the tabernacle. So does this help you? So yud heh vav heh, that's God, and give glory to the, what he's given you is really what it means, is what he's given you. Be glorious, be thankful. Enter into, enter into literally the power of God with thanksgiving and praise, and that means I already have what I can see in here, and the power of God, I don't have to know how, somehow he makes a way and brings the desire of my heart to me. That is pretty cool. That's something to be excited about. So that's that verse. Does that help you? All right, now let's, let's just share a couple things on uh, Thanksgiving. If we go to that next slide. All right, so, and we see there, it's like Thanksgiving is this, it's a spiritual force. It's, a, it's an energy, whatever you want to call it, that brings forth your heart's deepest desires and dreams. So we kind of went through this. I don't have to keep going um, I, I kind of just went through this one already with that pre- previous slide. So really it's getting yourself into prayer and meditation, calming your heart and mind. Because if you're praying and t- totally anxious, and it doesn't leave your brainstem, literally. It's just a thought. And so your heart, and you can go read all this. They, you, that's why I love the science. Like They're talking about 5,000 times more powerful than your head. And I don't really care even if it's five times as powerful, but they're talking about the electromagnetic field that you create with your, with your heart and mind. Your heart wins every single time. So if you're trying to change your life without, if you're trying to change your life with willpower, it could be, it could be I, wanted, I want a more success in my business. It could be I want to uh, lose weight. It could be I want to, um, I don't know, whatever. If you're trying to do it by going, I'm gonna set a time frame 
and this is what I'm going to do. I don't care how hard you work, it'll be temporary. You might get a little bit of success, but it's gonna, it's, you're going to find yourself right back in there because this didn't change. Does that make sense? But what's really cool is if you take the time to calm your heart and mind down and see the life you desire within as if it's already done, and you, then you pray, thank you, Father, I have this. I have this. It feels so wonderful to have it. Your heart will now bring it forth effortlessly. You won't have to work for it. It'll actually work versus you trying to do it with your own uh, willpower. So like I said, you can go watch the last couple of services on how to pray. I'm not going to do it today, but it's really simple how to, how to just bring yourself calmly. And then uh, um, I just know it's radically changing people's lives, that, all the emails that you're sending me. So you guys get all that, right? The really cool part is it's literally the, the power of God within you. Yudhe Vavhe is the power of God to do work. What I picture attaches myself to what I picture. I do not have to know how it's going to work. The parable of parables says, this is how it works, and you don't know how it works. This is just how it works. Don't try to figure it out. Meaning, if you know how it's going to happen, you're already trying to figure it out. Let him give it to you any way he wants. Is that fair enough? I think I, I, think I answered this, didn't I? You guys get this part. Let's go to, let's go to health. Let's go to this next slide. So, um, How many guys would love to live in divine health and longevity? I do. So I'm going to quote Dispenza here. And if you want to go watch one of the best ever, I think, um, on YouTube, just with COVID and everything going on, um, <clears throat> you can go look. If you go YouTube and just search Dr. Joe Dispenza, Lewis Howe, and he talks about um, health and what's going on, you know, how to, how, to, how to be healthy through all this thing. And it's actually much easier. And he talks about this is if you're trying to um, if you're trying to find health outside of you by what you put in your body or don't put in your body or what you do consume, I go it's very temporary and you're probably going to you're probably going to succumb to it at some point. And he shows us this over and over and over and over and over and over in scripture. So the Hebrews, when somebody had um, when somebody had leprosy, I mean COVID, um, <laughs> what did they do to them? Isolated them, right? Nobody can touch them. Jesus comes along and he flips the table on them. He goes, and it's really it's about sin. It's even, not even about sickness. It's about sin because if you, were, if you were full of leprosy, it meant I'm sinful. Like who sinned, your mom or you? You know, that was really kind of the whole idea. And then the charismatics picked it up and called it generational curse. Thanks. Um, but no thanks. You guys can keep your generational curse. You can keep your hairpiece on the head. It's a reference if you guys don't know that movie. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Cheech and Chong. He's talking about his hairpiece. I give you my hairpiece on the head as a gift. So, <laughs> oh, my kids laugh at that one. No, you can keep your hairpiece. So, classic. That's really like a generational curse. No, you can keep it. We, we don't deal with those here. You guys can have them. So, so Jesus comes along and he changes the deal on them. He says, no, 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 no. Let me tell you something. It's what's inside that defileth a man. You're, you're thinking what defiles a man is on the outside and you don't dare touch him. Watch this. What I do within heals the outside. That's the whole picture there. So Jesus, instead of 
isolating the COVID patients, what did he do with them? He walked around going, hallelujah, Christ in me, the hope of glory, the anointing of God is in me. Amen? So this is really, this is a thing for Christians they need to understand. I see a lot of people saying stuff like this. I can't get COVID. First people are going to get COVID. Guaranteed. In fact, our friend was telling us that, like, we, you know, they believe in God and they're not going to get COVID. And then right the next thing out of her mouth is, and he got it. I'm like, I was just going to tell you, he'll be the first one to get it. Because it says, resist not evil. What you focus on, you're going to get. Does that make sense? So why don't you just focus on divine health? Like, it's not even a thing to us. It's like, and you know what, if we, if we ever did get it because I was an idiot or something, my, my energy was not good, then I'm just like, oh, okay, this is a temporary deal. I'm just going to be fine. Because I know Christ is in me. Amen? Like I said, I, we go to great distances to try catch it. Because I know it's not a thing, really. It's not. Good Lord. So, yeah, that's why you know, guys know that. The, my Walmart story. So I told this little old lady, she's doing carts because way too old to be doing it right when all this started. And I said, can I tell you something? I said, go touch every dirty cart because you're going to get it in little doses and your body functions perfectly and you're going to build up antibodies. That's how we're designed and you'll never have to worry. So like two weeks later, I walk in and she's like, you're the guy, you're the guy. I'm so, I've been so happy every time, every time. She was fearful of it at first. I was like, touch it all. Here, she's like, you want a clean cart? These are clean. No, give me the dirty one that the snotty kid was just with because... That's how it works, if you guys understand this. It's what's in here defiles a man. So if I know man, I carry the anointing of God, it actually heals everywhere I go versus me trying not to catch it. Does that help you? All right, so, um, so here's Joe Dispenza, but go watch that. Joe Dispenza, Lewis Howe, it's really good if you wanna go, if you wanna dig into with all this. And he, here's a quote, he says this. Within four days, I didn't even add this part, 10 minutes a day of feeling gratitude. 10 minutes a day of being grateful. Can you guys pull that off? Even you guys can knuckle up 10 minutes. Within, within four days, by thinking about the life you desire with the elevated emotion of gratitude, and, and like just if you could have anything you wanted, the dream life, picture that until it starts to get emotional to you. That's really all it is. <clears throat> 10 minutes in four days, the joy as if your prayer has already been answered, your immune system increases by 50%. It's pretty good, isn't it? So we do the opposite. We hide in basements. And we're like typhoid, we don't go anywhere. When you're fearful of it, guys, your immune system actually shuts down. You go into fight or flight and you're more susceptible to getting it. It's not a thing. Don't even focus on it. I would encourage you to turn the news off. Turn the news off. It's just gonna get you ticked off, gonna get you fearful, and now you're... Now you're in fight or flight and your immune system goes, uh-oh, I need to spend all my energy on something that may never happen to me, right? So anyway, that just means you, you're, here's the good news of all that. That means you're a really good meditator. You've gone down the road of worst case scenario over and over and over a million times a day. That's all that means. The great part is you see how powerful that is. Now you can do it the other way and it'll work just as powerfully. Isn't that interesting? It's really interesting. So anyway, here's what he said. He says, you actually turn on genes, you upregulate, they call it, uh, turn on genes that signal your body to start reducing tumors. If you're in gratitude, you create stem cells. You guys know what stem cells are? Stem cells are really wild. It's like, it, it's, it can be anything it wants. And that's why I love that the, like the stem cells are all the same. 
And depending on where it is in the body, you have a different electromagnetic field. So if I cut my finger here, how does, it know, how does that stem cell know to, to bring it back to muscle, tissue, fingernail, whatever? They're all the same. The field controls what the stem cell does. So the father knows how I've designed you. And he goes, we don't even think about it, do we? Cut our finger and what happens? It heals. That should be any, any sickness, any disease. Like, don't even think about it. Just your body knows how to heal itself. You've been designed that way. So anyway, um, it's, it actually creates new stem, new stem cells that regenerate and repair new and healthy tissue. When you're in gratitude, so I think the key of this, if you, if you go, go listen to the interview, he goes, when people come in um, where they're deaf, they're blind, they have stage four cancer, whatever's going on, depression, he goes, we don't teach them to pray for healing. That's not what we do. We don't come against the sickness. We don't, we don't rebuke that whatever spirit of the day. That's not what we do. He goes, we teach them to become a different person. They focus on something else and we make them for a day and a half nonstop not be a little turd, basically, and go back to their own way of thinking. We force them to keep doing it over and over again. He goes, they literally come out a different person and those stem cells now create new flesh that's not infected. Is that cool? That is cool to me. So another thing he says, it activates the thymus and it produces antibodies. So these antibodies is really cool. They actually kill the viruses, bacteria, and even cancer cells. And this is his, I don't care if you get it. I'm not telling you not to get immunizations and all this stuff. If you're fearful, you should probably go do it. Let me just share something else too. A lot of people have been emailing me about this. They're like, what if they make it a mandatory vaccination? What are you going to do? I go, I'll get it. I just, I don't think they're going to, but if they do, I'll get it. Because there's nothing that goes in a body that defiles a man. It's what you think about that immunization that defiles you. I'm just, I'm serious, guys. So they're like, the chip, the 666. I go, man, if it gets me through every line, I'm the first, give me two of them. Like both hands, <laughs> right? Give me whatever, it's... There's nothing outside of you that defiles you. This is so real. Now, the more you've studied health in the, in the world of normal physics, not quantity physics, you're going to have a struggle with that because you've been taught that I can't put this in my body, I can't put that in my body. You should live with me for a week. I'll show you how it's done, right? <laughs> you're going to put that in your body? Yeah, I'll take yours too. We're just, because it's not a thing to us. It's not a thing to us. If you, let me tell you something. If you resist, and it's well-meaning people, I get it. They're going, I'm not going to take the immunization. Of anybody, you should probably take it. Because you're probably really susceptible to it at that point. I'm being as straight as I can be here. But when it's not a thing, like, I can take it, not take it, nothing will bother you. Nothing. There's nothing that goes in a man that defiles a man. It's what's in your heart. Guard your heart with all diligence because this is the boundaries of Zoe, how much life you're going to experience. Amen? Why would I be, why would I be scared of a little thing? Like when you see Paul when he goes, he gets bit by a snake, a poisonous snake, and what does he do? Oh, praise the Lord. Praise God. 
Rejoice in the Lord always and again rejoice, right? All things work together for good. So anyway, just relax with the whole deal. If they make it mandatory, if you don't want to get it, just be careful that you're not resisting it. Because like, I'm not going to do that. Nobody's going to do this to my body. No, you're doing it to your body at that point. Nobody else will have to do it for you, okay? I'm sorry to be strong, but like some of the emails you're sending me, you've lost your minds. (laughs) Like, Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, get this, whatever, okay? But this is the real thing. This is how it really works. If you're just happy and not like, oh yeah, I'll take a shot, no shot, hallelujah, praise God. Thank God. Your immune system, you come bulletproof, amen? Does that help you? All right, now this one's really kind of cool. And I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on here, but there's a, if you really look at the cells of our body too, it's, it's, a, it's a picture of the temple of God as well. You got the outer court, you got the Holy of the Holies, then you got the inner nucleus where everything happens, all the mitochondria and all the powerhouse and everything of God in there. But in there, in the nucleus is, you guys know you have chromosomes, right? Remember that from high school? Funny little X looking things like, you know. And uh, it's pretty cool because if you go look at all the, it's literally, uh, what's the word again? It's, um, Oh, I can't remember. It's diphosphorus or something. It's literally like, if you go look at it, God identifies himself as love and he identifies himself as light. And if you go look at our chromosomes, it's literally, you could, you could the Latin term for it basically is a light ladder, a ladder of light. That's DNA. It's, it's actually the, the phosphorus bonds that I'm talking about. Yeah, I know, I know DNA. It's, I can't remember what it is, but it's... Uh, anyway, but it's kind of cool where you see Jacob's ladder and he sees these messengers going up and down this ladder, right? Your DNA actually looks like this ladder of these light bonds. It's bonds of light, which, which is really kind of cool. So anyway, but there's this, on the ends of that, there's these little things called telomeres. And up until recently, they thought that as the telomeres get shorter, just with age, that when there's no... When there's no telomere on the end of that DNA, your DNA can't replicate. So if it can't reproduce itself, um, again, you naturally just age and, and age, right? <clears throat> what they've shown now is the same things. Like if you're just in Thanksgiving, you can actually increase the length of your telomere with no time. You can do it in a weekend. Isn't that wild? That's pretty cool. So Mike, don't be a turd. Because your telomeres shorten, right? Psalm 91 says, and we, we caught this from the bishop early on. We're like, Psalm 91 says, I will satisfy who with long life? You. You. I will satisfy you with long life. You're not ready yet? Praise God, because your telomeres lengthen. Isn't that wild? I'm not ready yet. I will satisfy you with long life. I'm so convinced to this, guys. That some of the testimonies, I don't have time, but just mind-bending testimonies where it's, it's biblical stuff where Paul and John, they're left for dead and like their head attaches again. Like, hallelujah, man. Like, that's, well, you can't say if somebody was in an accident in a thousand pieces, why? It's just thought. It's, why not? And there's testimonies of that. They're going, no, we're not ready. We're not ready to give up yet. We're in this fight. I'm coming back. They're just crazy testimonies. So take that for what you want. I just know that here's what's really cool. 
Guard your heart with all diligence because out of it are the, the boundaries of life. And if you're in gratitude, your telomeres on your DNA, the ends of your chromosomes actually lengthen where they always thought before that you, didn't, you couldn't do anything about it just as age. Now, here's what's really cool. I would encourage you to, um, like for Barb and I, we've just, we've just said, you know what, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna decide together someday going, today's the day. If, we can, if he's gonna satisfy us, then I'm not worried about death. I'm gonna go, today's the day. Isn't that cool? And I'm gonna be healthy until then. I just refuse to be it any other way. So you can do that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It, it's the Father's good pleasure to give you his royal rule and reign. So most people have this picture of God outside of themselves. If God said to you, you're not gonna die yet, would you believe him? Well, you're one. Would you tell yourself that? You get it? I've given you my royal rule and reign as if you have it. No, 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 God, I'd rather rely on you outside of me because then I don't have to take any responsibility for my own life because you got this. <laughs> Good luck. So I'm trying to help you so you can actually enjoy it. Amen? Is this helping you guys? We'll finish up with this. All right, if we get to that last slide. All right, this is a, this is a biggie. We good? What time is it? Ooh, I'm a little long. So trauma. I don't want you to be victims, guys. Victims are this. The reason I have this, the reason this situation is this, the reason this situation is that, the reason I sit to this is something happened to me. And my, my, my point of that is, welcome to the club. How long are you gonna be a victim versus I've given you my royal rule and reign? Does that, does that make sense to you? So here's a, here's a, and I just pulled some of the stuff I was reading a lot of the neuroscientists, et cetera, whatever number you want to pick. So they're like 90 to 98% of our lives are controlled by our subconscious. We could call it our heart or our body. Meaning a lot of you guys, you're struggling with the same thing year after year after year after year. Wouldn't it be nice to just be done with that? Anybody want to be done with that? So you're not keep going, uh, keep struggling with it. And it's really, if you understand it, most of it is not your fault. Meaning you've Something happened to you, whether you were young when you were really little and you got a false image of yourself or you got a false image of God and it's usually guilt or shame, fear related. And it's all the same. Fear simply is, I don't realize my oneness with God, which means that I might not have enough money, I might not have enough health, I might not have enough love. It always boils down to those things, always. But what if we could see ourselves completely whole, can see ourselves completely provided for, totally in love with life? Wouldn't that be a good thing? That'd be good. Because now, see, here's, here's what a victim is, basically. And I love what, how Dispenza puts it here. I wrote, our brains are a record of past thoughts. And your heart or subconscious, that's why what's really fascinating, um, every cell in your body stores that emotion. Every cell. So you could call it your heart, your subconscious. And your, your body... When something traumatic happens to you, um, it's both ways, whether it's, whether it's traumatic or it's something just amazing. Um, like you guys know this, is like if, if something really was great when you were, when you were uh, courting your spouse or whatever and some song came on and you felt, you were like, man, she's a babe. She likes me. And then this song comes on. So there's certain songs that just stimulate that for us. Does that make sense? So, 
The negative is also the same way. So if something traumatic happened to you, your body goes, pay attention, because there's something important here, and this doesn't feel good, and I don't ever want to feel this again. So if there's something that triggers it, it could be a smell, it could be a, um, a thought, it could be, we don't even know half the time, but a lot of you guys experience the same emotion 50 to 100 times a day. You just keep going through this loop. Like, so you're living out of your past, meaning if you, if you have this attitude, God's got this, but you're totally in fear and you're reacting to everything around you where it seems like the same thing keeps happening to me over and over and over. I'm just telling you, you gotta, you gotta do it a little bit different here. So, because if you're not focused on what you do want with gratitude as if you already want it, that means that program that controls 95% of your life is gonna continue to program it. I don't care how hard you try on the outside with willpower, I'm gonna, this is the year I'm gonna lose weight. And if you're doing it with diets, exercise, whatever, the minute you get off it, it's coming right back because this didn't change. Does that make sense to you guys? Because this believes somehow in my current state, I'm not good, I'm not, I'm not worthy, I'm not beautiful. The truth is God sees you perfectly beautiful as the spotless bride that you are, no matter what. And you know what? When you start to see yourself and feel yourself, you're, you're not really care about the physical that much. It really is not that big a deal. It's like, because it's spirit. So anyway, so here's, here's what a victim is, guys, is when anything outside of you or past thoughts, past things that happen to you have more control over you than you controlling your, what your own thoughts are. Because now you're, you're a victim, like this happened to me, that's happened to me, that's why. And uh, even some of my really good friends, I have to get on them, as you know. Ministers, pastors, like this took me X amount of years and I'm still going through it and it's hell. I'm like, stop already. Because... If there's people, you, mainly I'm concerned about when, when you guys hear these guys, like if they're depressed and they need something to happen now, they don't want to hear that it took you 12 years. Anybody else want to hear that? No, that makes me want to slip my wrist. No, it does. Like, oh, that sounds like hell. You mean I got to endure this for 12 years? No, it can be in an instant. It can be in an instant. Does that make sense? The minute you see it as if it's done and you're like, thank you, Father, that's my life. And if you choose to stay on that day in and day out, now you're a creator of your life versus a victim. You were meant to be a creator. You're meant to be one with God. Is God a victim? Sure wish COVID didn't hit this year. That one caught me by surprise. I'm not, not, not sure what I'm going to do with my business. Oh, no, really? Oh, man. Yeah, let's go hide in our basement. Or mask. Because it's all external crap. Sorry. That is a victim mentality. Something outside of you is more powerful than, than what's inside you. Christ, do you not get it is what Paul says. Christ, God is inside of you. He's way more powerful than anything that could ever happen to you on the outside, is he not? Way more. Amen? So, if you're convinced that this thing is gonna kill you if you touch it, you've listened to the wrong person. You've meditated on that and you've gone down this road where it's become real to you. The beautiful part is you can change it. You can change, I don't care about your age, smage, COVID, snow. I'm just picking on that right now because people are like certifiably losing it. You can do the exact opposite. See the life you want. See yourself. Everywhere I go, I bring life. Everywhere I go, I'm vibrant. Everywhere I go, it's wholeness. Like you were just saying with your arm, they're like, wow, you healed faster than almost anybody. I'm like, yeah, praise God. That's how it's supposed to work, amen? Right? Yeah. Does this help you? 
Yeah. And you can have a, you can have a baby with no labor. Mama. Talk to her. If you, she's done it twice. Pretty wild. I got to watch it. Huh? Popeye's chicken and red beans and rice. Beautiful. Or she could have had hospital jello. So, whatever. <laughs> Some people like it. Some people like to get served and pampered in the hospital. Whatever, I'd rather be served and pampered in my house. But. Or in Aspen, right at the, at the White Tavern. Yeah, amen. So, is this helping you? I want you to know how powerful you really have. What you have in you guys is the powerhouse of God himself. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, he's not mad at you. You can be a victim as long as you want. You can, you can experience hell as long as you want. I just encourage you, get out. It's better. It's better for us, too. We won't have to keep hearing about it. Because... When you see the life you desire in prayer and feel as if it's already done, this is thankfulness, what we're talking about, it literally, become, you become a new you. That old thing go, goes away. You experience life, abundance, wholeness, limitlessness, you name it. Does that help you? That's Thanksgiving. Is that good? Let me beat you up a little bit, but I gotta put up with all your emails. Praise God. <laughs> You can get to your feet. Hopefully that helps. I'm not going to go through prayer with you because you know how to do it. I've, I've shown you. The key, guys, really, like I don't, you, you got to know you're more in control of this than you think. Because we all go through it. Our hearts freak out. We get pull, totally nervous. We start believing the, the media. We start believing the doctor. We start believing the experts. The truth is you were created in perfection and nothing can ever change the truth. So really all prayer is, is bringing us right back to there. The truth is, he's given you limitlessness. He's given you his abundance. He's given you his glory. He's given you his creative ability within. There's nothing outside of a man that defiles you unless you give it power that you think it can. So go within. It's really just breathe, close your eyes, calmly. Just do it until you start to relax a little bit. Now, whatever you tell your heart, thank you, Father, that I'm fabulously abundant. Thank you, Father, that I'm healthy, I'm whole. Thank you, Father, that everything works in my life. Father, I thank you that I'm totally joyful. Thank you, Father, that my marriage is amazing. You don't need a lot of shrink work for this stuff, guys. You can do it in an instant. That's the really cool part. And I'm telling you, if you're just consistent on that, you might have to do it several times a day in the first few days, but you will see little growths. You will see first the blade, then the ear, the full coin. It'll start happening. Things will go, man, that's, it worked, it happened. Little by little, and you'll see it, and then you'll learn... I'm the creator of this thing. He's given me his royal rule and reign. Amen? So God bless you guys. Hopefully that helps. We'll see you next week.